Welcome into the Inside the NFL Prospects podcast series. I'm Jack Borowski, joined here alongside my co-host Brian Sternberg. On this episode, we are fortunate to have on Kevin Davidson. Kevin just finished his career as the quarterback for the Princeton Tigers and is one of the top players at his position for the upcoming draft. Kevin, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Yeah, thanks, Jack and uh, Brian for having me. To start, Kevin, you recently accepted that invitation to play at the Shrine Bowl. How did you end up getting the invitation, and what was your initial reaction? Yeah, it's a really uh, exciting opportunity. I'm actually heading down Saturday morning, and uh, the game's not until the 18th, so it should be a great week of uh, preparation, meeting teammates, and uh, just getting acclimated to the next level. So I'm really excited about that. But how it came about, uh, basically during the season, uh, my coach brought me into the office after one of our morning meetings and, and basically told me that I received the invite and he was uh, pleasantly surprised and just said that, you know, all your, all your work's getting noticed. You know, you've been playing extremely well and I'm um, getting calls from scouts and all that. And uh, that was kind of the first, the first time that I really focused on anything after the season. I was just, you know, wanting to win games every week. That was ultimately uh, what I was, spending all my time on pre- preparing and uh, doing the best I could in that respect. So uh, definitely, you know, got me excited about the next level. But at the end of the day, I just wanted to maximize my season with my teammates and uh, make sure I left nothing, no stone unturned in that respect. And Kevin, about the uh, Shrine Bowl, what are you most looking forward to in showcasing your talent? Yeah, just getting in an area where, you know, uh, there's just great players around. Um, I've already... Uh, talked with a few of them um, over social media as the roster was released over the past couple of days and just being around guys who have, uh, you know, same ambitions as me. Um, I haven't really been down to Florida in about 10 years, so excited to be down in Florida too. Um, but yeah, just really excited to, to, to throw the ball to some of these guys and, and see how it goes. And I want to take it back, Kevin, to your high school days. You didn't grow up on the East Coast. What went into that decision to end up playing your collegiate career at Princeton? Yeah, so my high school career was a little interesting. I grew up going, or I went to a, a suburban high school in my hometown of Danville. And by the time the end of my sophomore year rolled around, um, I really wanted to maximize football and go to a place where it was almost kind of a prep school feel. So I ended up going to uh, a place called McClyman's, which is in inner city Oakland. And I was coached by uh, Marcus Peters' father, who's a great cornerback on the Ravens. And uh, Marshawn Lynch and guys like Josh Johnson uh, were always around during the summer. So they really mentored me. And uh, I just loved football. That's all I, you know, all I focused on in high school was that and academics. What ended up happening was, I started four games there and then people kind of started to figure out that I wasn't, you know, slotted for that high school, even though we went through a great, you know, an equal fair um, transfer process, but the state of California ended up uh, investigating and ruled that it was a athletically motivated transfer. And I got suspended for a year and they made me go back to my old high school. So I, I, I missed out on, you know, games five through, I guess, the state championship, and then couldn't play until the fifth game my senior year as well. So that really hurt my recruiting. But at the end of the day, I, I landed a place that has given me so many opportunities. And uh, it's just been a, a really priceless experience. 
and Kevin, we've seen what you have um, accomplished, especially this year. What do you think really allowed you to play at such a high level throughout your collegiate career? Just preparation. That's something that I've always cared so much about ever since high school and even in youth football and something that my dad instilled in me as he came from a military family background. Um, but really the first three years, I didn't get a lot of playing time. I only had one start uh, my junior year and then obviously 10 this year. But all the way through freshman, sophomore and junior year, I prepared every week like I was a starter and just tried to learn as much as I could. And I played behind some really great players that are both in the league um, as well and just try to take everything they did well, how they led the team, um, how they just acted like a professional and took everything from them and just and molded it into my game. And I think that's what made me uh, successful this season. And you mentioned Chad and Josh playing under them. How in particular, being that they were upperclassmen, how did they help your development as a player and help you better understand the game so that transition to being a full-time starter wasn't as difficult? Yeah, it, it wasn't as difficult just because uh, we, we were such a, a close position group. It was There was no animosity um, from not starting or not getting as much playing time as, as we all would have liked. Uh, we were really close and, and really helped each other. And I remember even uh, John Lovett uh, and I were rooming together during one fall camp before the season. I think this was my sophomore year, so his junior year and Chad's senior year. And he was like, Kev, like, we got such an unbelievable position group. Like, I would put us against the best in the country as far as any, like, FBS program. And, like, at that time, I was like, yeah, 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 that sounds good. Like, I know we're all pretty, you know, good players. But, like, now looking at it, it's it's kind of crazy that we've all kind of had one year of, of uh, 100% starting and, and that's all we've kind of needed to, to push the next level. So definitely a great group of guys and um, excited to, to join them at the next level. And Kevin, we saw this year, you set an Ivy League record for most touchdown passes in a game with a seven against Bucknell. What was that feeling like? It was really, really cool. And I, I really didn't know anything about the record until, uh, our, our media guy told me after the game, but it was just, uh, I just had a one play at a time attitude the whole season. And especially during that game. And, and we, we started out with two, uh, two drives that ended with no score. And I, I got everyone together and was just like, we need to calm down. It was early in the season, just need to get everything clicking and trust all of our training. And after that, um, I think we went six drives straight with touchdowns. So it, it felt great, and that's a game that we, it was a great defense that Bucknell had, but our O-line protected, our receivers trusted their routes and uh, ended up with some success that week. And I want to talk about now you're, you were a senior this past season, Kevin, Princeton, the Tigers, you guys had a ton of success. How did you take on a leadership role for the underclassmen being that starting quarterback and that senior position? It was pretty much set up for me as far as we had really young receivers. Uh, we had one senior and then the rest of them were sophomores and one junior actually, but uh, pretty much dominated by the sophomore class who were, and, and they were all starting. And um, this summer when I was on campus training with them, it, it, I basically just set out a schedule and uh, continue to support the guys throughout. We got our timing down. Uh, which led to a lot of success this year. But it, it, I, I think about it as friendships. It's not necessarily like, oh, I'm you know, the quarterback and these are the subordinates. It's, it's friendship. It's collective. It's getting feedback from everyone and figuring out how to, uh, how to be the most effective on the field. 
and not only having a strong relationship with the other quarterbacks is very important, but having a strong relationship with the receivers and running backs and offensive line. Can you touch upon that, please? Yeah, the lineman uh, one was easy. I actually started out as a left tackle when I played youth ball back in sixth and seventh grade. Uh, I was always the biggest kid on the team, and they threw me on the line because of the uh, the weight limit. So uh, I, I definitely have an intense appreciation for what they do, um, and I think they see that with how I, I respect them and always you know include them in all the conversations. And um, our offensive coordinator was the old O line coach. Um, and continued to be the O-line coach as he was calling plays this year. So everything kind of uh, fused into meetings with the quarterbacks and O-line. And uh, I think it was, it was really successful. I really appreciate the O-line and, uh, and they know that. And I also want to mention how, Kevin, we, we see the success as a senior. We see all the accolades that you receive. But to start, what was it like playing under coach Bob Sarace? And can you describe your relationship with him? Yeah, Coach, Coach Therese and I got really close throughout the season. We would meet a couple times a week just to touch base, talk about the analytics and uh, what this team's going to, you know, how this team's going to challenge, challenge us and how we got to come out on top. And Coach Therese recruited me. And I think the, a, a huge thing, a huge reason we're having so much success here is, is the trust between him and, and the players. Uh, he went to Princeton. Uh, he knows what we go through here on campus with the academic rigor. and um, kind of everything that's asked of us on campus, which is pretty extensive. So he understands that. He knows uh, how to schedule everything so it's the most efficient way possible. And you oftentimes see in college football where, okay, a coach has some success and then he gets picked up at a different program. And then that program kind of goes through some ebbs and flows. But with Coach Therese, we know he's going to stay as he's a Princeton alum. He loves it here. He's probably going to have his, his kids come here as they're great athletes as well. And uh, just the trust that he's always going to be around. We've had, you know, I had three different offensive coordinators throughout my four years, but having Coach Trace as the rock of the program uh, really helps helps uh, with success around here. And Kevin, we know the importance of watching film, but when you study film, what do you focus on, especially to improve your game? Yeah, every week uh, we had like a, a schedule. I got on the same page as my quarterback coach, and we would just watch a ton of hours of film together and. On Sundays, we would totally go through my the game on Saturday and find any little mistake. He was really nitpicky, and that helped me a lot uh, focus on the small details. Um, and then Mondays, we would start to break down the opponents, and we didn't. It wasn't like mandatory meetings. That was our kind of uh, full day off. But I would I would get in there and 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 spend a couple hours with coach and and kind of see the macro level of of what this next team's going to do and try to and how they're going to try to stop us. But yes, self scouting and then taking a deep, deep dive into the next opponent uh, really helps with my success and really helps with my preparation. And I think when I feel prepared, uh, that's when I play at my best. So that was a key focus this season. And Kevin, do you think your not only study habits, but training habits changed as you went throughout your collegiate career? I'd say I've always had a really intense work, work ethic ever since high school. I would just spend, you know, long nights on the weekends when everyone else was out having fun uh, in my garage, just working out and improving my game. And that's really stuck with me throughout college. And I think it's, it's just going to only in, uh, get more intense as I go to the next level. And yeah, I'm really thankful for how I was brought up because that's obviously uh, kind of ingrained in me in, at this point. And it's, 
how it's how I'm wired. It's how I do things. And I think it's a, it's a great way. And I'm, I don't feel like I missed out on anything outside of it. So I'm looking forward to continuing it. And Kevin, for this upcoming draft, we see the talent in the quarterback room, uh, uh, including yourself, but how do you defer from other prospects? I think uh, with college quarterbacks going to the NFL, I think they oftentimes like just think that they're the starter, they're the guy, and they play you know three or four years in college, and then they're just expecting to go into the pros and have success right away. Whereas I kind of had a, a different journey where um, I didn't start right away, and I, I continued to grind every day to get better and better, and continued to pre- uh, prepare uh, like I was the starter every week. And I think that was seen in like the Brown game this year or sorry, last year when I wasn't the starter and then I was asked to start uh, basically two days before the game. And I didn't really have to change much. And I, did, I didn't stress out when I was told that I was a starter because every week I, I prepared like that and I was ready to play if I needed to go in. And I had a lot of uh, success that week throwing for over 300 yards and four touchdowns. Um, and I think that that's something that, that translates well to the next level. Like Unless you're a you know, top 10 pick, you're not going to start your first year at quarterback. And um, just being ready, prepared at all times, even when you're you know, not getting practice reps, but just being ready to go when your name's called, which I think is key at the next level. And I think we have to mention this, Kevin, Princeton, obviously one of the top tier Ivy League schools. It comes with a tremendous amount of work. How are you able to balance the schoolwork while also having to deal with the studying aspect and the practices that went in with being on the football team? Yeah, it's not easy. There's uh, there's no summer school here, so it's not like you can get ahead during the summer and then have less of a class load during the season. Um, so I took full uh, four or five classes during the season every year. And uh, like senior year this year, I have a 100-page thesis that I'm in process of uh, completing right now. So it's a, it's a lot, but I, I, I've gotten really good at, at managing time and um, kind of taking care of, of business and, and what I need to do and uh, continuing to, to hone in on just my academics and my football career. And that's uh, basically that's all, all that's on my mind at this point. And Kevin, what went into your decision to major in economics? I'm actually a, uh, a history major. I, I think it says economics on the, on the website. But the reason I chose history, which I mean, every major is pretty equal here. They're all pretty difficult. Um, and you take classes, like I took a bunch of economic classes earlier in my career. But I chose history because my family, like I mentioned earlier, my family has some military history and I wanted to dive in deeper to, you know, what causes wars and how they're carried out and the preparation that goes into that. Because I, I think it translates well to football. Um, so I'm actually t- doing my, my final thesis on General David Petraeus, who was the, a four-star general in Iraq and Afghanistan and uh was also the cia director so i'm i'm meeting with him probably next month to take a deeper dive into his life and understand how he had so much so much success coming out of west point and uh, i'm really excited to uh continue to do that so that 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 was pretty much my my long-term vision when i chose to be a history major and kevin do you have any career aspirations once your football career is over yeah i think that i'm gonna i mean i have really nothing on my mind at this point, but um, obviously there's a lot of opportunity coming out of a school like this with such great alumni. And um, I don't exactly, I think it's going to be mostly based on where I'm going to live. Um, but 
probably something in money management. And Kevin, at what point in your collegiate career did you really realize that you had a legit shot at playing in the next level? I think after my Brown start last year, um, that was a, a big breakout game for me. And I've, I've always had the aspiration ever since I got on campus and ever since I was in high school. That's kind of something that Marshawn and uh, Josh Johnson told me that I was gonna it was going to be possible. And he's like, no matter if you get down on yourself, you're not playing well, or even if you're not starting at all, like still have that belief in yourself. And I always remembered that when it was kind of tough throughout the first couple of years when I wasn't getting any playing time or any recognition, I always kind of went back to that advice. And uh, once I had that game against Brown, um, it really came to fruition. I was like, all right, this is going to happen. Like, let's, let's go for it. And Kevin, we, we see the talent on the field, but scouts and GMs, obviously the mental aspect of it is huge. What would you want them to know about the person they're going to get in Kevin Davidson in the locker room? Yeah, they're going to get a, a leader who's never going to be underprepared. Um, always going to go the extra mile, be the first one in the building, last one to leave. And uh, someone who's ready to win games. I think that I, I know how to relate to, to every type of person in a locker room. And I've been around so many different types of people here at Princeton and in high school going to the school in Oakland. And um, I think that people like Marshawn Lynch and Josh Johnson, and now I'm working with Phil Sims and his son, Matt Sims, to, to prepare me for the draft. Um, I think I've just been around a multitude of people and I'm ready to uh, take on a locker room and, and try to uh, try to make an impact. Kevin, a hypothetical question we like to ask every single person we uh, interview is if you could be trained by one player currently in the NFL or retired, who would it be and why? Um, I'd say it's hard to go against Tom Brady and just his preparation. I think the mental aspect as well, of like Peyton Manning and how, he was always so prepared. And even when he got older and didn't have as great of arm talent as he did when he was young, he was still able to win games and get to the Super Bowl. And I, I just think that's such a great, uh, you know, characteristic of, of a quarterback. And, and like I said, I'm working with Phil Sims, and he obviously had such an incredible career. So picking his brain and I've been going to dinner with him and just trying to ask him questions and uh, learn the most I can. So just getting that advice and how to be a professional um, and how to handle yourself on and off the field has been uh, very valuable and something that I think is going to help me drastically throughout the process. And Kevin, for our last question, for any rising high school football player, what is one piece of advice you could give to them? Um, I think that picking a school is very important. I think a lot of people try to go for the big name and go play for the big program that has all the cool gear. Um, I think that's really overrated in a lot of, in a lot of, uh, aspects i think if you think you you want to go to the nfl you, like the nfl is going to find you from wherever you go to um and i think choosing a, a place whether it's you know an ivy league school or you know just a school in a state you like or um, going to a military academy like trying to find somewhere that's going to make you a better person and ultimately a better player uh, i think that's super vital because if like i said if you have aspirations and you're good enough like they're going to find you and if not, then you're going to have a great situation to fall back on uh, to really maximize your life. That was Kevin Davidson, formerly with the Princeton Tigers. We're wishing you best of luck in the Shrine game and the rest of the draft process. Thank you so much. Appreciate it.